Hello everyone, great day to you. Today is our Wellness Wednesday and we are talking about diabetes. So let's discuss it. I know that we give you guys a, a wealth of information, but we're wanting you to have tools and access to resources that you can have information at your hands, at your fingertips to know about different um, disease diagnoses, disease management, disease processes, and prevention. A lot of times when we go to a primary health provider or we go see a specialist, they have limited time visits with us. So we bring you Wellness Wednesdays to educate you, to bring about awareness that you may have resources at your fingertips and just to share the information that we have with you. So I just want to encourage us today that we will not live in the spirit of fear, but we will have a sound mind. We will have peace. We will have love. We will have joy <laughs> in this season. We will have health. We will have wealth. And we are going to take care of ourselves. Listen, let me share this with you before we dig right into diabetes. God knows all of you and still chose you, right? God knows all of you and still chose you. I just want you to just remember that throughout this time with me as you listen to Wellness Wednesdays or even our Motivation Mondays. I want you to know that God knows you and he still chose you. Okay. All right. So diabetes, what is it? Diabetes is a disease that occurs when blood glucose called blood sugar is too high. We mentioned this last week um, to differentiate the difference between diabetes mellitus and diabetes insipidus. Okay. So when we have sugar in our blood and it gets too high, that's called blood sugar or blood glucose. Blood glucose is the main source of energy that comes from the food that we eat. So when our food is broken down into the sugars that goes into our bloodstream, that's our source of energy. Now, we know we've talked about hormones last week, but hormones play major roles in our body. Just like when people have diabetes, there's a hormone called insulin made by an organ in our body called the pancreas. And this insulin helps glucose from the food get into our cells to be used for energy. So if it's just lying out there in our blood and it's not getting into our cells properly, that may be an issue. Sometimes your body doesn't make enough insulin or doesn't use insulin well. Glucose then stays in the blood and doesn't reach your cells. So when, again, when that blood, the sugar stays in our blood or the glucose stays in our blood and it's not reaching the cells for energy, well, there's an issue there. There's where the issue is being created. Over time, Having too much glucose in your blood, this is what causes health problems. Although diabetes has no cure, you can take steps to manage diabetes and stay healthy at the same time. 
that's why we're here to share this information with you about taking the steps to manage and stay healthy. Now, there's something called borderline diabetes where there's a touch, as people say, of sugar or, like I said, you're borderline or pre-diabetic. These terms suggest that someone doesn't really have diabetes or a less serious case of diabetes, but every case is really serious. So there are types of diabetes um, that you should be aware of. There's type one, where your body does not make insulin. Type two, where your body does not make or use insulin well. There's gestational, remember that word, gestational diabetes. This is occurring in pregnancy. And um, there are disease-related diabetes, like cystic fibrosis-related diabetes as well. So we have different types of diabetes. And I know last year we talked, I mean, last last year, I'm already exiting. (laughs) Last week, we discussed how rare um, diabetes insipidus was. However, this diabetes mellitus is more common. How common, you say? Well, about 30.3 million people were diagnosed to have diabetes in 2015. In 2015, about 30.3 million people in the United States were diagnosed to have diabetes. That's 9.4% of the population. And guess what? More than one in four of them didn't even know they had it. More than one in four did not know they had it. So this is more common. Diabetes affects one in four people over the age of 65. And about 90 to 95% of cases in adults are type 2 diabetes. And just as a reminder, the type 2 is where your body does not make insulin or use insulin well. It's not making it or it's not using it well. You can develop this type at any age, even during childhood. However, this type does occur mostly in middle age and older people. Type 2 is the most common type of diabetes. So I just want you guys to know, you know, we can get out ahead of this. We can manage this and we can stay well. So those who are most likely to um, are more likely, not most, but more likely to develop type 2 diabetes or age 45 and older, those who have a family history of diabetes, and those who are overweight, right? Those who are overweight. Physical inactivity, race, and certain health problems such as high blood pressure also affect your chances of developing type 2 diabetes. So you're also more likely to develop Type 2 diabetes, if you have pre-diabetes or gestational diabetes when you were pregnant. 
So we want to pay attention to those who are more likely to develop 45 or older, family history, overweight, physical inactivity, living a sedentary lifestyle, race, having high blood pressure, previous gestational diabetes, and being pre-diabetic. And so we want to be aware of those instances or those contributing factors and risk factors. Why do we have concern for diabetes? Diabetes over time leads to problems such as heart disease, stroke, kidney disease, eye problems, dental disease, nerve disease, um, damage, and foot problems. So we want to be aware of diabetes because it can lead to other problems, but also just to stay well, to manage our health, to take care of ourselves. We know that there are things that we can do <clears throat> excuse me, to be aware of whether or not we're pre-diabetic or diabetic. So going to your physical exam, your annual exam, you want to inquire with your physician, is there a test that can be done to let me know if I'm diabetic? And sometimes, most times, they do what's called a hemoglobin A1C test. If you're diabetic and they have glucose monitors in the office, they can check your blood sugar to see exactly where you are. But sometimes they may send you to the lab to have a hemoglobin A1C test done to give you a snapshot of your blood glucose levels and to know exactly where you stand. So some symptoms of diabetes include increased thirst, increased hunger, increased urination, fatigue, blurred vision, numbness and tingling, that nerve uh, damage that we talked about, numbness and tingling in the hands or feet, sores that do not heal, the foot, those foot sores um, that do not heal, and unexplained weight loss. So symptoms of type 1 diabetes start can start quickly, like in a matter of weeks. But symptoms of type 2 diabetes often start slowly over a course of several years. They can be mild and you might not even notice them. So we want to be aware of what these symptoms look like, what those risk factors are, so that we can make the necessary adjustments. We want to be physically active. We want to know our family history as much as possible to know. There's genetic testings out there that can be done to give us an awareness of our family history if we're not aware. So there's so much to contribute into what we need to know and and the foundation we're needing to build upon to have an awareness. We just don't want to neglect anything, okay? We want to be aware. We want to take care of ourselves. We want to be able to manage. So we've talked about the types of diabetes. We've talked about the symptoms to be aware of. We've talked about our risk factors. Let's talk about preventing it.
Okay, so we know what risk factors there are. But let's talk about preventing it. So perhaps there's something that I said that lets you know that you have a high chance of developing type 2 diabetes, the most common type. You might be overweight or have a parent, brother, or sister with type 2 diabetes. Maybe you had gestational diabetes, which diabetes can develop during pregnancy, and that presents a risk factor for after the baby's born. Because diabetes can cause serious health problems such as heart disease, stroke, and eye and foot problems, we want you to know how to manage yourself, how to take care of yourself, okay? The good news is type 2 diabetes can be delayed or prevented. The longer you have diabetes, the more likely you are to develop those health problems. So delaying diabetes by even a few years will help, will benefit your health. You can prevent or delay type 2 diabetes by losing a modest amount of weight, by following a reduced calorie eating plan, and being physically active most of the days, we say at least five days of the week. And then there are other medications even that can help prevent or delay type 2 diabetes like metformin. So again, losing weight, keeping it off, moving more, eating healthy foods. Speak with your health care provider. Ask them, hey, can you connect me with a dietitian or a nutritionist, someone that can help me get on the right road? I know about, you know, eating well and eating healthy, but what foods should I eat? How much should I intake? What foods are breaking down into sugars in my body? What should I stay away from? Those are some of the questions that you're wanting to ask because you're wanting to choose foods with less fat that could help reduce the calories. You want to drink water instead of sweetened beverages. You want to eat smaller portions to reduce the amount of calories you eat each day. And this also will help you lose weight. Well, again, with exercising, we say get at least 30 minutes of physical activity, a minimum, a minimum of five days a week. So if you have not been active, again, talk with your healthcare professional about which activities are best for you. Start slowly and build up to your goal. You may be able to prevent or delay diabetes by losing five to seven percent of your starting weight. For instance, if you weigh 200 pounds, your goal would be to lose 10 to 14 pounds. So you want to ask your healthcare professional about what changes you can make to prevent or delay type 2 diabetes. I'm hoping you guys are grasping this information and are excited about this information just as I am because my excitement is about bringing awareness, is about preventing, is about maintaining I want you guys healthy. I want to remain healthy. So I take the information that I have, the resources that I have, and I share that information with you. Today's information is, again, brought to you, and you can find it for yourself, um, by the National Institute of Diabetes and Digestive and Kidney Diseases. I know that was a mouthful. The website is N-I-D-D-K dot N-I-H 
www.diabetes.gov, National Institute of Diabetes and Digestive and Kidney Diseases. Okay, so we want you to come up with a game plan to prevent type 2 diabetes. We want you healthy. We want you communicating with your primary care provider. We're sharing with you the questions to ask. How can I know if I'm diabetic? What is safe for me to do to lose weight? How, what kind of activities can I do to stay active? Get you a goal in mind. Start slowly. Build up to your goal. Ask your primary care provider, can you connect me with a dietitian, a nutritionist, someone that can help me know what to eat, how to eat it, how to prepare those foods, and then drinking more water instead of sweetened beverages. So you may want to skip the tea for lunch and dinner because you had a coffee for breakfast. You know, just making those necessary adjustments. And again, we just want you healthy. Going into a new year, a new season, a new day, whatever it takes. So those of you that are diabetic, we want you to know how to manage your diabetes and live a long and healthy life by taking care of yourself every day. So with diabetes, you know that it can affect almost every part of your body. We've discussed that. You will need to manage your glucose levels, call your blood sugar, and managing your blood glucose well as well as your blood pressure, your cholesterol. All of this can help prevent those health problems we discussed um, with the heart disease and the stroke, nerve damage, and all of that by managing your glucose well. We have to know what we call our diabetes ABCs, okay? So knowing these ABCs will help you manage your blood glucose, blood pressure, and cholesterol. We want to Smoking cessation is high priority on the list, okay? Stopping smoking, if you will, it'll also help you manage your diabetes. It will reduce the risk of stroke, heart attack, and all of those by making that one lifestyle change. So the diabetes ABCs, A is for A1C test. Again, the A1C test is a snapshot a, a um, picture, if you will, of your average blood glucose level over the past three months, right? So the A1C goal for many people with diabetes is below 7%. But ask your healthcare team what your goal should be. Be aware. B is for blood pressure. The blood pressure goal for most people with diabetes is below 140 the top number over 90, the bottom number. We want to again ask, what should my goal be for my blood pressure knowing that I am diabetic? The C in our ABCs is for cholesterol. You have two types of cholesterol in your blood. One is called LDL one and the other is HDL. LDL, or the bad cholesterol, can build up and clog blood vessels. Too much blood, bad cholesterol can cause a heart attack or stroke. HDL is good cholesterol 
and it improves the bad cholesterol. For, and I mean, sorry, it removes the bad, bad cholesterol from the blood levels. So ask your healthcare team what your cholesterol numbers are. And if you're over the age of 40, you may want to take a statin drug for your health, for your heart health. So if you're over the age of 40 and you get those numbers back and they're just not where they should be by your healthcare provider and they say, hey, we may need to put you on a statin to level you out, get you where you need to be, and you make these necessary adjustments or you may inquire about the statin if your physician tells you that your LDL is too high or your HDL is not high enough, then you'll say, well, what about a statin drug? You know, what about me making necessary changes, modifying my stress levels, helping get my blood pressure down? What about knowing what my A1C is? And I'll give up smoking to move forward to help you help me manage my heart health and my diabetes. Okay, so I said ABCs. The S is for stop smoking. We mentioned that. It is high priority. When you quit smoking, you lower your risk for heart attack, stroke, nerve disease, kidney disease, diabetic, eye disease, and amputation. Hey, diabetics are prone for amputation. Smoking contributes to that happening. When you stop smoking alone, you can improve your cholesterol and your blood pressure. Your blood circulation will also improve. You may even have an easier time being physically active. Breathing may be easier. All of this. So for free ways to help yourself quit smoking, go to smokefree.gov. The government has so many resources out there now that can stop help you stop smoking tobacco products or using tobacco products. So there's a national quit line, 1-800-QUIT-NOW or 1-800-784-8669 or again, smokefree.gov. You want to do what's best for you to take care of yourself, to be aware and to live a long and healthy life. I want to encourage you to get with your primary care provider to know exactly what you can and cannot do as far as the physical restraints. I want you to seek a dietitian to know exactly what you need to be eating, your uh, calorie intake. And if you're already diagnosed, check your blood glucose levels. Close glucose monitoring is very effective. Take your medications. Know what your targeted glucose levels are. And meet those levels. Know what symptoms you would feel if your blood glucose levels are too high. Like feeling thirsty, tired a week, having headaches, urinating often, or having uh, blurred vision. You want to know what these symptoms look like. You want to be out ahead of those symptoms. 
and you want to be aware to say, hey, these with your family members or your significant others and loved ones, these are symptoms that I'm my blood sugar is too high. These are things that I need you to do in the event that I start feeling confused, um, getting very tired or sleepy and, and nauseated, having trouble breathing. All of these things you want to be aware of and you want to share with your loved ones so they can be aware as well. I hope this information is very resourceful for you. We provided you with the National Institute of Diabetes and Digestive and Kidney Disease website so that you can review at your own time. We are here sharing awareness. We want to prevent diseases, uh, disease processes. We want to help you manage your diseases and disease processes. If you have questions or concerns, do not hesitate to email us at evespeaks at outlook.com. We are here sharing these resources just to enlighten you and to encourage you to live a well life. Wellness Wednesday is the hype. It's the hype all year, every day of the year, because we want you well. We want to live a long life. Remember, at the beginning of this message, I just needed and had an urgency to share with you that God knew all about you, and yet he still chose you. He knew that someday you would go into a doctor's office, you would have a diagnosis, and yet he still chose you. What's the plan for your life and the purpose for your life? Keep that in mind and say that, you know what, I have to be well, I have to be healthy to carry out this plan. So thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for sharing with us. We have compacted a wealth of information um, into Wellness Wednesday for you to share it with you. There's so much more to learn. There's so much more to know. We're just here giving you a brief summary, brief synopsis of what to know, what to expect, but you can take your own time with this information information, research, and gather more information. Being aware is essential. And we want you to be fully aware. Not to live in fear, but to have the resources and awareness you need to live well. Thank you all again. Have a great day and see you soon on Monday Motivation.